Hey guys, it's Dr. J. And Apostle Sherman. And we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Hello and welcome to NY at Home. God has been blowing our minds with all that he's been doing on this amazing experience each and every week. So we're so happy that you're here. I want you to do something. I need you to press that supernatural button, the share button, which you go ahead and send this out to as many people as you possibly can. A matter of fact, tag some people in the comments, invite them to come on. The Lord is doing something really, really powerful today. And we want everyone as possible, everyone as possible to be a part of this. So listen, you are there at your home, at the beach, at the park, and you're gathered with your bubble. These are people that you interact with on a regular basis, even in the midst of pandemic, right? Everyone that's there with you at your bubble, I want you all to do this right now. Pull out your devices. I know you're probably watching on a television together or watching on a screen, computer screen together, but would you pull out your personal device and log in to either Facebook or YouTube because even though you have community right there wherever you're viewing from, we want you to join in with the overall community and we want you to connect with them in the chat. So would you go ahead, do that now. Go ahead, all of our at-home and while at home uh, hosts, we want you to go ahead and encourage those that are in your bubble to plug in right now into the chat, into the comments on either Facebook or, or YouTube so that we can all be a part of the conversation. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you so much for the release, hallelujah, of your presence, your glory today. We thank you, Lord God, that you are sending your manifested presence to every home, uh, to every viewer, to in every individual that's watching this today. We thank you, Lord God, that you are releasing, Father, insight, revelation, understanding, wisdom, joy, and peace to each and every one of them. We are grateful for what you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we are we are still in the essential series. We're in the essential series. And um, Dr. Jaquette has been teaching us the last couple of weeks. And here I am. I'm back. And we were we are in week number four of the essential series. And today I'm going to be teaching, uh, preaching, sharing um, under the thought commissioned, commissioned. Uh, I want to share with you under the thought commissioned today. Let's go to Matthew chapter 28. In verse number 16, Matthew 28, in verse number 16, I'm reading from the New King James Version, New King James Version, King Jimmy. Here it is, Matthew 28, verse number 16. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. That's powerful in itself. I'll keep reading. Verse number 17, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Verse 18, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Verse 19, just the first two words of verse 19, go, therefore. Again, I want to share with you under the thought commission, commission. So a lot of people read the verses here in Matthew chapter 28, and they have been marked, they have been called the Great Commission the Great Commission. And the Great Commission oftentimes has been connected to um, an evangelistic mandate. People think that when you hear about the Great Commission, it's about going out 
and winning souls by way of um, the evangelistic um, uh, call, mission, mandate, right? To go out and to win souls. But when you really study the scripture, we find out that the mandate given here in Matthew 28 is actually is not evangelistic at all. It was given to the 11 remaining apostles. It was given to the 11 disciples, the 11 apostles that were remaining. So the Great Commission is actually not evangelistic, it's apostolic. It's apostolic. Now, some of you are like, Sherman, what the heck does any of that mean? I don't know what evangelistic means. I don't know what apostolic means. I want you to head over to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And the Bible talks about how God gave gifts to men. And the Bible says he gave some to be apostles, right? Uh, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. Goes on to say, for the upbuilding of the saints, for the work of the ministry. So we have five, five-fold officers, five officers, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, okay? Now, each of these officers has a mandate, has a portion, an impartation, something they're supposed to give to every believer. Every believer has something they should receive from the apostolic mandate, from the prophetic mandate, should receive uh, from the pastoral mandate, for the evangelistic mandate, and the uh, teacher's mandate. So there's something that we ought to be receiving from each and every one of these officers. We may not be these officers, right? I may not be an apostle. I may not be a prophet. I may not be a pastor. I may not be a teacher. I may not be an evangelist, but there is still a portion, an inheritance I have from each and every one of them. So when you hear the term apostolic, it's not meaning I am an apostle. I am, but I'm saying it doesn't mean you are an apostle. It does not also um, connect with any kind of denomination. So when you hear me use the term apostolic, I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm talking about what is like unto the mandate given to the apostles. I'm going to say it again. When I use the word, uh, the term apostolic, I'm talking about what is like unto the mandate given to the apostles. Okay, so each and every one of us, I'm going to go through this again, should be apostolic. All of us should be prophetic. All of us should be pastoral. All of us should be evangelistic. All of us should be didactic or meaning we should carry the teacher's mandate. There's something out of all five that's supposed to connect with every believer. If that makes sense, I want you to type into the comments real quick. That makes sense. Would you type that in? Let me know that you're with me. So we see now that this, this commission was not given to evangelists. They were not evangelists standing there. These were 11 apostles, 11 apostles that he gave the mandate to. The Great Commission is apostolic. Okay, so if we're going to understand what it means to be apostolic, if we're going to understand what it means uh, to walk in that kind of mandate, we're going to have to pay attention to what the apostle is called to do because if it's going to be apostolic, it's like unto the mandate given to the apostles. Let's walk through this a little bit. There's three Greek words that I want to I want us to kind of study. I want us to go through today, and uh, I believe that there's some things that you're going to be able to grab and make applicable to your everyday life. Okay, the first Greek word that I want you to write down is the word proton, p r o t o n, p r o t o n. 
This word proton is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 28. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 28. And the Bible begins to say, firstly, apostles. Firstly, apostles. So that word first there in the Greek is proton. Okay, it means firstly in time, place, order, or importance. I'm going to say it again. It means firstly in time, place, order, or importance. Okay, God desires not to just have proton leaders or just apostles. He wants proton people. Keep rocking with me. Proton people, apostolic people to walk out the apostolic mandate given to the 11 that we inherit, right? That we inherit. So God, it was never God's will to just have apostles. It's God's intention to have an apostolic company of believers. When believers have an apostolic spirit, they will become proton believers and at the forefront of what God is doing. They will manifest the power of being first. Now, when you hear this idea of proton, I want you to connect our English word pioneer. If you understand a pioneer, a pioneer is one that's the first to do a thing. The first to do a thing. How is this applicable to my life today, Sherman? You have been called by God to be the first to do much of what you would do. There's actually no one like you in the earth, no one that actually lines up exactly how God has called for you to manifest the purpose and call for your life, part of what you receive from the apostles' mandate as an apostolic believer, as an apostolic person, is you release, you receive rather the grace to be first the grace to be first. Here's the thing about being first. It is not always fun because the person that has to go first is the one that makes the way for everybody else to come. So any kind of barriers that were there before, any kind of things that were trying to inhibit, any kind of blockages, the first one that goes is the one that clears the way. You've got to do the hard work when you go first. Yep, you got to do the difficult stuff when you go first. But being first is so rewarding because you know, because of the effort and the work that you put in, somebody else is going to be able to reach their goal and reach where they're supposed to be because you were willing to be first. You were willing to be first. And so part of your mandate of what God is releasing to you is the grace to be first. That means that I cannot and refuse to be afraid of doing what has never been done before. That means that I have to be okay with having no patterns. I have to be okay with having no real examples of how to do what I've been destined to do because I'm the first one to do it the way God called me to do it. This is good already. You are a proton believer and you cannot fulfill the apostolic mandate commission that's given in Matthew without you understanding you got to go first. You got to go first. You, you've been designed by God to step out. And I believe what's happening today, I can sense the power of the Holy Ghost right now. God is breaking off of you fear and timidity and the need to be able to fit into some kind of mold that somebody said you were supposed to fit in 
but you are willing now. There's just a grace, glory to God, that's coming upon you. You're becoming willing in times before you were not exactly willing. You even voiced that you were, but in your heart, you were not willing. But I believe right now in this experience, you are being pushed into the place of being willing. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done, O oh God, right? Jesus said that to the Father, and I believe it's what you're saying to him today. Um, the first Greek word that we want to focus on, write that down, proton, P-R-O-T-O-N, you are supposed to be first, okay? So we're going to fulfill the mandate. We got to be okay with going first. Here, here, here's, the second, here's the second Greek word that I want to present to you. It's the word architecton. Get it together. You got it, Sherman? Here it is. Let's give it to you again. Architecton. This is, what, this is how it's spelled. A-R-C-H-I-T-E-K-T-O-N. I'll spell it for you again. A-R-C-H-I-T-E-K-T-O-N. Architecton. I love this word. It, this Greek word is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 10. And let's read it. It says, according to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder. Remember that term, wise master builder. We'll come back to it. I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. Verse 11, for no other foundation can anyone lay than which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Architecton. Architecton. What in the heck does that mean, Sherman? So the second thing that God wants you to understand, back to wise master builder, the Greek word for wise master builder is architecton. Architecton. This is what Apostle Paul is saying. He said, according to the grace that's been given to me, I'm supposed to build. And not just build, I'm a wise master builder. If you're going to fulfill here it is, the Great Commission, which is an apostolic mandate. Here it is. You've got to be willing to build. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. I, I hope I don't lose the broadcast. Let's talk about this. Lots of people want stuff to already be established. Remember, you're a proton believer. You're going first. But not only that, you are architecton believer. Are you getting this? You are a wise master builder. You are called to go and build in a particular space. That takes a lot of effort. That takes, that, that's that's going to take some faith because it's nothing established there. It's nothing there yet, and I have to build it. I have to create it, and I have to follow the pattern. Let me tell you what architecton means. Here it goes. It means, it means architect, right? That's where we get our English word architect from is this Greek word, um, and so it means architect. It means a person that commences a thing. Here's another word. It means originator. <laughs> that blesses me so much. It means originator. This thing came out of me. I built this thing. Whatever it is that you've been designed to build, it, it, it came out of you. I feel an anointing here that's coming upon you that uh, something's awakening in you to build to build, to, to, to put the building blocks in place, to have the architectural plan sent from heaven and to build according to God's plan. I want you to type into the comments very, very quickly, please, as a prophetic sign and symbol to what God is doing in your life. I want you to type into the comments, I am a builder. 
Are you doing it? I want you to type it to the comments right now. Everybody, come on. Obey me. Do it now. Everybody in your bubble, get in, get in, get in. Type in, I am a builder. You are. Yep, you are. You've been designed by God to be apostolic people. That means you are carrying that mandate. So you're you're originator. Here's here's I love this next word. Architecton means activator. Ooh. So it's more than building uh, for me in my sake. No, no, no. I've been designed to be one that activates others. You've been designed to activate others. That means what wasn't on before, you've been, hallelujah, you've been given the grace to turn it on. It's like turning the light switch on in people's gifts, calls, and mandates. Glory to God. It's like turning the light on. And I believe that as you grab a hold of this great commission, you're going to go out to people around you and you're going to be used by God to turn the light on in their lives where things weren't on before they weren't activated. The switch, hallelujah, is about to get flipped and people are about to embrace all that God has available for them originator. Here's the next word. Architecton means, means designer. So we had originator, activator, designer, designer. I, I, I'm able to put those things together. Here it is. Planner. Planner. Yep. These are the definitions of architecton. So we've got proton. That's our first Greek word. What does it mean to go first? Right. I'm going to be first. Architecton, which means uh, that, that I'm called to be a builder, a builder. And um, I want you, a matter of fact, I want you to think for a moment. What is it that God's designed for you to build? Well, we, I know, I know we got questions coming later. They're in the app right now. I know that you're going to do that later, but I just feel uh, a prophetic nudge right now. Just what are you designed to build? Will you think about that? Will you think about that? What is God called for you to build? All right, let's keep moving. So we got proton, we got architecton, and then, and then here's, here's the last Greek word that we're going to plant on, and then we'll, we'll go a little further. It's, it's this word apostello. Apostello. Now, now let's, let's, work, let's work with this word, apostello. Remember, all of these words are uh, describing or giving you greater understanding into the apostles' mandate. Why? Because the, the commission was given to the apostles. So if you're going to understand it, you got to look at it through an apostolic view. What does apostolic mean? I'm going to keep saying it. Liken unto the apostles' mandate. Let's move. So this this Greek word apostello, stello, let me let me spell it for you. A P O S T E L L O. A P O S T E L L O. This is what it means. It means to be dispatched on an expedition as one who has been commissioned and sent out on a journey. So I'm gonna say that again and I'm gonna give you greater understanding. It's a compound word. So the, the part that I just read to you is actually what stello means. Stello means to be dispatched on an expedition as one who has been commissioned and sent out on a journey. Okay. Whereas Apo, A-P-O, means to be sent out and away from. When you put those words together, apostello, apostelos mean, means this, to be sent forth. Okay. To be sent forth, out of, away from, on assignment. Now, one of the ways you can describe an apostle is a sent one. 
Therefore, if we're going to be an apostolic people, we are taking a dimension. We're taking a portion of that apostolic dimension, that apostolic mandate. We are sent ones. An apostle is an ambassador, a delegate, a sent one, someone that goes out, has been sent out from, listen, the kingdom of God to go out into, to go out into another space. They've been designed to go into the world systems. And here's what I love about the apostles. They are not all called to just sit in churches or build churches. They have been called to go into many different parts and sections of society to bring change and to bring freedom. Sent, to be sent. Here's what I love about sent, this idea of being sent. Jesus was sent. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. Jesus was sent, friends. He was sent. John the Baptist was sent. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. John the Baptist was sent. The Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, he was sent. He was sent. John chapter 15, verse 26. Holy Spirit was sent. He was sent. And then, of course, the 12 were sent. You have been designed by God to be sent. That's what it's all about in Matthew chapter 28. It's about this idea of being sent sent forth to be the first, sent forth to build, sent forth to be the first, sent forth to build. Well, let's go back to where we started. Now, let's look at the Great Commission through the right set of eyes. Here we go. The, the Bible says, Matthew 28, verse number 16, then the 11 disciples went away to Galilee, paid close attention to this, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. I quit. There is a mountain. There is a place Jesus has appointed for every apostolic believer. There is a, there is a, there's a, there's a design. There's, there's a place just for you that you're supposed to lead and guide in. There's a, there's a, a mountain is a high place, a high point. A mountain is a, is a place um, that you've been called to conquer, by the way. Every um, believer has a mountain that you're designed by God to take hold of, mm, to, 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 to be able to go in and rule and reign. How about this? And bring change. To rule and reign and bring change. There's a mountain you have been assigned to. And who tells you the mountain? Jesus does. Y'all, that means we don't get to decide, right? We can decide if we're going to go or not, but, you know, he gives us free will, of course. But he gives you the mandate because he knows how he created you and he knows what he created you for. So then he shares with you that mandate and you go in. You are essential. I, I, that's what this whole series is about, is you understanding how essential you are and you're needed. Uh oh, there it is again. You're needed on that mountain. Somebody's whoo, somebody's looking for you. Glory to God is looking for you on that mountain so you don't have time to waste and you don't have time to wait you have to get in position why you've been sent out to go first you've been sent out to build the bible says in verse number 17 when they saw him when they saw jesus they worshiped him but some of them doubted okay some of them doubted we understand that verse 18 and jesus came and spoke to them here it is saying all authority has been given to me on heaven and earth. Jesus says, 
I got all the authority. I have all of the authority. It's been given to me. This is what he says. He says, but go therefore, go therefore, what? Based upon me having all of the power, I am sending you. So when you're a sent, please hear this. You're sent with all of the backup of the power of heaven and earth. Whew! So I'm not just going anywhere alone. Heaven, the power that heaven has, is backing me and sending me, glory to God, into wherever it's called to be. I've got backup. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I don't know how many of you, you roll, you roll with a posse, you roll with a tribe. I'm telling you, it's not many places I go along, you know, and when I, when I roll, people know if I'm going to come to an event, there's probably going to be a big group with me. I got an entourage and not from the sake of people carrying stuff with me. I like to take people to go and experience the things that I experience in life. I roll like that. If anybody was to ever try to roll up on me, I will never be really concerned because there are uh, people that are with me and some of them are really large. <laughs> like they're big. So I'm not concerned about you trying to roll up on me because what? I got backup. I got backup. What's up, Chris Amaker? What's up, Brandon Allen? I got backup. I got tall, strong guys. And, he, and really, I got some strong ladies that's rolling with me too, but I wouldn't put them out in the war. I wouldn't put them out in the war, right? And so I got backup. So I'm not concerned about what tries to come at me. How about the fact you've got backup? Woo-wee. And, and heaven's backup is better than earthly backup. How about that? There are angels. Ah, you're I know we, we try not to. Okay, praise God. Listen to me. I, we, we got all kinds of backup. The angels are assigned, glory to God, to your life. And they are your backup for whatever God is sending you. Heaven is backing you to do the work. So heaven backs you, you go. What does he say? Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. The Greek ethnos, um, every people group that surrounding a same culture, an idea, <clears throat> and a way of doing things. I want you to go into every man's world, and I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to listen to me. <laughs> That's what he say. He said, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you, right? All things that I've commanded you. And one of my favorite parts, and this is where we're getting ready to close, is that, and lo, I am with you always. I'm with you always. Like, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to walk away from you. As I send you, I'm not sending you to leave you. As I send you, I'm with you. I'm with you always. And this is what I love, even to the end of the age. God has designed for you to go and reach the world around you with the gospel of Jesus Christ, sharing his heart, sharing his plan, sharing with them his idea for their life. You're an apostolic people. You're a proton people. Huh? Apostello. You've been sent by God, right? Why? Because you're sent to go and be first, architect on, and you're sent to build. Today, I feel like the Lord is awakening you to run strong and to run hard into the place he's designed for you to go. I want to pray for you. Father, thank you so much for the Great Commission. We're going into every man's world, and we won't do it through the eyes 
of the evangelists. Surely we need them. But this commission is apostolic. And we make a commitment to be an apostolic people, to go in and transform people. We won't sit back. We're going to walk in the full motion of what you designed for us to do. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Being released today. And there's an activation happening. We're pushing into our God design. Father, we're grateful for what you have us to do. In Jesus' name. Wow. That was amazing. Agreed. We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.